Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show. Hope you're having a great week. Today, we've got another episode of Ask Bob, where today... I'll be answering your questions. We've got three questions selected. You're going to love them. We're going to talk about number one, what do you do if you've got a exhausted warm market, if you've burned through all your contacts? The second thing we're going to be talking about is how do you prospect people on Facebook that you don't know, but you're connected to? And the third topic that we're going to cover today is what do you do when somebody doesn't respond to your messages? So you reach out to them about your product or your business and nothing. I know you've never had that happen before, but three really good conversations around prospecting and recruiting. So if you struggle in that area, stick around. But hey, let me give you a quick update. It's been an exciting couple days, as you know, if you listened last week, my, my wife Shannon is due, actually tomorrow we are having the baby she's going to be induced. And I wasn't sure if I was going to get a chance to fit another podcast episode in. I actually started recording this earlier today and I got the call. She's like, we're going to the hospital. So I was like, okay, let me do this later. We went to the hospital, spent a couple hours there and they sent us home. Apparently they can't induce before 39 weeks. So I'll tell you, we had it, what we're realizing is we had it really easy the first time around. But look, isn't that the way that I feel like God had his hand in this, that he said, hey, I'm gonna give you a, a really easy baby the first time around. So you actually wanna do this again. But it's, it's been a little bit of a challenging pregnancy. And um, you know, we, she literally, with Grace and my first child, she woke up on a Friday morning And I was downstairs getting ready to do a Facebook Live and she's like, texted me. She's like, I think my water just broke. And I was like, "Um, is she messing with me? I'm like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm about to do my Facebook Live. I'm like, should we go? She goes, no, do it. I'm gonna just get in the shower and get ready. And I was like, okay. And we drove to the hospital. Everything was cool. We had the baby that day. I mean, it was like a breeze, but anyway. So this little guy has been a little bit more challenging, but we can't wait to meet him. So tomorrow I'll be at the hospital and we're finally gonna get a chance to meet him. We're really excited. So let's get into the topic for today. So before I do that, I wanna go over our review of the week. Thank you to all of you that have took the time to leave a review. We're almost up to 850. So that's incredible, 855 star reviews. We are the number one rated network marketing podcast in the world. So very grateful to all of you, but I can't wait till we get to a thousand because like I told you, I've got a special treat planned for you once we get there. But today's reviewer is Tracy Balderak. Sorry if I mispronounced that, Tracy, but she says, I've dabbled in podcasts for the last five years. And about six months ago, I made it my mission to be consistent with one. And Bob, you are the one. Thank you for covering such an array of meaningful topics and inspiring me to think outside of the box for my team, my customers, and my own growth. I haven't missed a week of listening, and the results are starting to show. Tracy, thank you so much for your support. So excited to hear that the shows have been helping. And thank you to all of you that have taking the time to leave a rating or review. And if you haven't yet, and you have a couple of seconds, I would greatly appreciate it. But let's get into the the questions for today. 
the three questions that I'm going to be answering, I'll just go through them and then we'll break them down. Number one, what do you do when you've exhausted your warm market? I know for a lot of you, if you've been in your business for some time, this is probably something that you stress out about, right? Who, how am I going to expand my network? Who am I going to talk to? So I've got some really important advice for you on that topic. Second question, and by the way, these are all questions that were submitted by some of you. Some of them actually came from our students inside of our programs. Second question is, how do you prospect people on Facebook that you're connected with, but you don't really know, right? A lot of times we have these people that we just kind of accumulate as friends. We don't have a relationship and it's kind of awkward sometimes figuring out how do I start the conversation? Do I bring up my business? Do I not? How long do I have to wait? There's always a lot of uncertainty there. So I'll give you some advice. And the third question is what do you do when somebody doesn't respond to your reach out? And God knows we've all had that issue before. So so I'm going to break that down. But before I do that, I got to give actually a shout out. Most of you know, if you've been listening to the show, we just completely relaunched our brand new leadership certification program, the Legacy Leadership Academy. And uh, we've got a whole bunch of new students that are going through the program. And we've got a lot of them that are seeing incredible results. And I just love, I love bragging on our students because I think the more that we can hear that other people are winning, the more inspiring it is for us, especially if we know that these are people that had some of the same challenges as us. So I just want to share a couple of them with you in the episode today. But the first one is actually Justine Ashley. Justine is a brand new student, just signed up in the last week and a half. And here's what she shares. The program is already transforming her business in life. I've been in my business for a little over a year and a half, and I've always struggled to build my team and get new business builders. And in fact, I haven't brought a single person onto my team, but that all changed today. A little over a week and a half into the training, I just signed on a new business partner. Thank you so much. I'm excited to continue this journey and learn so much more. And these are my favorite kind of stories, right? Somebody that for a year and a half wasn't able to get the results she wanted. And in just over a week, she did. And here's what it's a testament to. It's a testament to having the right strategies, but also the right support structure in place. And one of the things that we've created, all of our new students go through a program called the 72-Hour Recruiting Bootcamp. And this is the program that's helped Justine create those results. So Justine, great job. I'm not sure if you're going to listen to this, but I'm so proud of the work that you're doing. All right, let's get into the first question here. So what do you do when you've exhausted your warm market? This was a question that was asked by one of our students inside of our LLA. And the point that she made was that she had gone through everybody that she knew. And she wanted, she was asking when, if and when we were going to learn attraction marketing strategies. So the mindset, so whenever somebody asks me a question, I'm always, um, before I answer the question, which is the easy thing to do. I'm always asking myself, what's the bigger issue here? Is the question really the issue? And I'm trying to figure out what's the mindset behind the question. And look, it was an innocent question enough. And we, my response partially was, yes, we'll get into that. We definitely cover that in the program. But I wanted, as her coach and somebody that she's looking to to help her, I wanted to be able to go a layer deeper because I knew that the real issue here is not that she has an exhausted warm market. I think the mindset that she was coming to the table with was that 
there's no more opportunity with people that she knows. So she was thinking that the solution was, well, I just have to turn to people that I don't know and I have to learn how to bring more of these people into my network. And this is a very common thing that I see and that I hear from a lot of our students. And I'm gonna just be honest with you. So many people will wind up turning to social media and things like attraction marketing, but they do it out of fear and weakness quite frankly. And I'm not saying that they're a weak person, but I'm saying that there are some mindset issues at play here, some limiting beliefs that they're not really aware of or willing to face that are causing them to do this. And before I get go any further, let me just first for the benefit of any of you that you're like, Bob, well, I don't, what's attraction marketing? I don't know what that is. So attraction marketing is when things like Facebook lives, right? You do you're doing Facebook Lives and the hope is that eventually people will start sharing those lives with people that don't know you and they'll watch it and want to friend you and follow you. So you're putting content out there in the hopes of attracting new people to you. So it's Facebook Lives, posts on social media. There's more complex ways of doing it by like sales funnels and capture pages. But I'll tell you, here's where... A lot of people, I believe, why they turn to attraction marketing or just cold marketing, right? People they don't know is because they think it's going to be easier for somebody they don't know to tell them no than it is somebody that they do. So what winds up happening is it stings too much when somebody they know tells them no or when somebody they know has negative opinions. And it's almost like they're kind of embarrassed about what they're doing it's at some unconscious level. So they think if they just go talk to people that they don't know, it'll be easier. But here's the problem. It's not going to be. And the bigger issue is this. You've got to understand that if you're not seeing results, it's not because you don't know the right people. And it's not because you don't have a good warm market. It's more than likely the strategy and the approach that you are using. And I always used to kind of, this is the way I used to say it. It's not that the people you know, it's not that they're not interested. They just weren't interested in what you had to say to them. If you struggle with this, here's where I want you to be real with yourself. I want you to be honest about the way you approach people. Because if you are, I think what you'll have to admit is that you didn't necessarily do it the right way. And you know that. And listen, it was it was out of just lack of knowledge. But if you're using the wrong strategies, you're it's gonna be hard for you to get the results that you want. And my point in sharing this is this. If you never address the real underlying issues, whether it's that you're using the wrong strategies or here's another problem, you've got the wrong mindset. You don't really believe in what you're doing and you're going through the motions of sharing, but you're not doing it in a way that's attracting people because people can sense the feelings and the words and the belief behind the words. And my point is this, if you don't get to the root cause of your real issue and make the changes, attraction marketing and cold marketing is not going to make a difference for you. I'll say it to you like this. If you can't create results in your warm market, you are going to be very challenged to ever create results in the cold market. 
Because people you don't know are 10 times harder to recruit and sign up because you don't have that, that common bond, that trust, that relationship. So until you learn how to do it the right way with people you know, it's going to be really difficult. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't talk to people that you don't know. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't learn how to cold market prospect because there's not a single top earner in this profession that hasn't developed the skill, hasn't mastered the skill of meeting other people, turning you know people they don't know into friends and then turning those friends into customers and, and consultants. But I'll also tell you this, there's not a single top earner in this profession, I can almost guarantee you, that hasn't had some level of success with their warm market. And I'm not just talking about signing up a couple of people. I'm talking about actually building real teams and building businesses with these people. So the answer is never to abandon the warm market because the opportunity is never gone. So one of the things that quite frankly is a challenge sometimes is people come into our program and we start teaching them these strategies of how to be more effective talking to people that they know. And sometimes people I'll meet, they'll meet like they'll show resistance. They'll be like, yeah, but I don't get it. I've already talked to everybody that I know, right? And then I always kind of laugh when I hear people say that because I'm like, have you really though, right? Have you really talked to everybody that you know? Because here's what I find to be the case. Most people only wind up ever talking to a small percentage of the people that they actually know. I've already talked to everybody. Here's what that means for most people, that they've either already talked to everybody that they feel comfortable reaching out to or the people that they think would be interested. So if you dig deeper and you push them, you always find out that there's still a a large section of people that they are connected to. It might be a loose connection, but they haven't reached out to those people yet. So once again, but all of this is mindset. See, look, if your story, if your belief is that you've exhausted your warm market and you don't know anybody else to talk to, here's what I can promise you. That is never going to serve you in terms of you being successful in a business like this. Your mindset needs to be this. Even let's say you have talked to everybody you know and they told you no. Your mindset should be this. It's never no, it's just not yet. So you shouldn't be discouraged. You should be encouraged thinking, okay, I'm just one step closer to some of these people saying yes. See, if you approach it with that kind of a mindset, more positive thoughts, it's gonna cause you to feel differently, right? It's gonna cause you to show up differently. And when you understand that that's really all it is, it's always just a matter of a couple of variables. Number one is timing. If you approach somebody and it's a different timing for them in their life, maybe you get a different result. The second variable is this, is approach, strategy. Maybe you did it wrong the first time. Maybe if you go back to them with a different strategy, the right strategy, right? You don't verbally vomit all over them and and just throw out everything in your first message, cold pitching them, hey, here's my stuff, right? Maybe if you did it that way, maybe you get a better result. And then here's the third variable, you, Maybe you show up with more confidence and knowledge and belief and skills. And when you've got these three variables, different timing, different you, different approach, you've got a really good chance to get a different result. I just try to really get people to look at their warm market differently and understand you're never 
done with your warm market. It's always a work in progress. Here's the other variable, your relationship with that person. What are you doing to fill their cup up? What are you doing to make those relational deposits by being there for them and interacting with them and letting them know you care and not always just every time you reach out to them, it's to prospect them, right? Build the relationship, invest into your network. There's so many things that we can be doing on a daily basis that doesn't involve just trying to make the withdrawal are you interested? If you start thinking from more of a giver's perspective, you'll start to yield different and better results. So having said all that, right, I just think that there's a mindset shift that a lot of people need to make in this area. But let me talk a little bit more about this whole attraction marketing, cold marketing thing, because I have a little bit of a stance on this that I just want to share with you because I get questions, you know, I get questions from time to time. People, they'll be like, hey, Bob, you know, I found out about this attraction marketing system and so-and-so is doing it and they said I should do it and it's this and that and, and whatever. Look, I think attraction marketing is great, but I also think that here's the reality. There are a lot of people out there that try to prey on the fear and the weakness that some people in this profession have by selling them this idea that there's this system out there that exists that will solve all of their problems. And the reality is, is that doesn't exist. There is no shortcut to success. And I get kind of annoyed when people try to paint this picture like the problem is you just don't have the right system. Look, systems are only as good as the people that are working the systems. There's no attraction marketing system in the world that's gonna build your business for you. Because even if it did, let's just say, by God's grace, give you these qualified leads every single day, guess what? If you're not ready as a sponsor and a leader to enroll them and work with them, none of that is gonna matter. And all of this, here's what it comes back to. It comes back to your mindset and your belief. It comes back to the way that you think about yourself and the way that you look at yourself in your business. And here's the other thing I want you to realize. So it opens up the Pandora's box of like, well, how do we grow ourselves? How do we become better? How do we become more? How do we change our mindset? How do we become more confident and believe in ourselves? Well, here's also where I think things like social media are not serving you. There are so many people in this profession that have this false belief that social media is their business. I got news for you. Social media is not your business. Now, I get you may have come up in this business during a period of time where that has been true, but I don't know if you see the writing on the wall, but I do. Social media is changing a lot. It's not as easy as it was to get attention and grow and build a business. Here's what you have to understand. You may be able to make grow a business and make some money in the short term, but you will never grow a long-term sustainable business just on social media. Social media is not your business. It is a tool to help you grow your business. And some of you are relying too heavily on social media. Some of you are hiding behind your computer and not willing to put yourself out there and face your fears and do the real hard work that being a business owner and a leader requires of you. And you will pay the price at some point, trust me. And whether that means somebody leaves your team to go to some 
someone else that they think is a better leader that can help them grow more, or whether that means Facebook changes the algorithm again, or Facebook groups fall off the rails, and now all of a sudden you don't have a way to reach your, I don't know what it's going to be, but here's what I do know. You want to know the best way to hedge your bet? It's for you to become the person you need to be. And the only way you're going to do that is you got to start changing the way that you think about your business. Now, having said all that, let's kind of get back to the original question at hand, right? So the original question at hand is this, is your warm market ever burnt out? And how do we start to attract more people to us? Let's just say for the sake of the argument, we don't have anybody else to talk to. How do we start attracting more people to us? Well, I'll tell you, the number one way that I know to attract more people to me is for me to start to become a better version of myself. And here's where I think this is kind of like, it comes full circle. One of the ways that you become a better version of yourself is by facing your fears. And a big part, like when I hear somebody say my warm market is exhausted, what I really see that as, as somebody that has a fear of reaching back out to people that have already told them no. So it begs the question, why do we have that? Why do we have the fear or the limiting belief that if somebody tells us no, it means they're never going to join? We've got to start to examine these thoughts and these beliefs that we have because they're flat out not serving you. And if you look at it as, okay, well, what if I was willing to have a different approach? What if I was willing to, instead of just going through the motions, say it in a way that is more confident? Because what you're not realizing is the way that you're thinking, it's influencing the way that you're feeling and that's influencing the way that you show up. So we've got to always get back to the core of how are we showing up in our business and who are we? Listen, does that mean you shouldn't do Facebook Lives and all that? I'm not saying that at all. But for most of the people that I work with, when they start talking about cold market and I start asking them questions and they tell me, well, I don't really have a team. I know it means they didn't do it wrong. And I know that if they're willing to get uncomfortable, to start reaching back out to people that they know, using better approaches, having more confidence and belief, managing their thoughts, having more conviction, that's going to help them see better results, but it's also going to help them grow. And for some of you, this is an area that is a roadblock for you. People told you no once and you're scared to death to reach back out to them because you've created all these stories in your mind about why you can't, why you shouldn't. It's going to damage the relationship. They're going to think this, they're going to think that. At the end of the day, most of that is never true. So my whole point to you is this. I want to challenge any of you that struggle in this area of having limiting beliefs about what it means when somebody tells you no. Probably for a lot of you, the reason why no hurts so much is because you're attaching your own self-worth to the no's. You're defining your own worthiness by whether somebody says yes or no, because think about it. If the no really to you, it didn't mean anything other than not now, and if you looked at no as just leading you one step closer to someday them saying yes, do you really think you'd have a problem with following back up and continuing to work your network? No. But because we struggle with these things, this is the reason why we have a tendency to want to abandon our, the people we know and go to the cold markets too soon. 
So listen, those are just kind of my thoughts in that area. And unless you're willing to really face those fears and address those underlying issues, I just don't think it's going to make a difference for you. So, all right. So hopefully you found some value out of that conversation there. Let me share real quick here. I want to share another story of one of our students here because I think this will help some of you. So Tina Daly is actually a student of ours that used to be a member of our old format of the Legacy Leadership Academy. She heard about all the changes that we've made under the new format and she joined and she shared last night, I recruited two new people into my business. We do these things called power hours for all of our new students. They get to join these working sessions that we help kind of push them to do more reach outs and follow ups and stuff. But she said, I recruited two new people last night on one of the power hours. I love the structure. It's exactly what I needed. This month total, in less than two weeks, she's recruited four people. I'm so glad I rejoined. Thank you, Bob, for all the motivation, planning, and lessons. I've needed this for the last five years. So why do I share Tina's story with you? Well, here's why. She's been in her business for five years. She joined our program a couple of weeks ago, and I told her to do the same thing that I told a lot of other students. I said, Tina, I know you've been in five years. I know you feel like you've probably talked to everybody that you know multiple times over, but I want to challenge you here because she hadn't seen the results she wanted yet. So I just knew it's impossible to do it the right way over time and not see the results. So I said, look, Tina, just follow the plan. But to her credit, she was willing to try a different approach, even though it made her feel uncomfortable. She was willing to push past those fears and reach back out to people, probably some that she had already spoken to, and look at the results. So I think that's a perfect example to highlight what it is that I'm sharing with you here today. All right, moving on to question number two. So question number two is how do you prospect people on Facebook that you're connected with, but you don't really know? I will tell you in my experience, a big mistake that people make with cold market, people that they don't really know, is pitching them too early. And when I say pitching, let me define that. Because we had a somebody in our community that we had, we had different definitions of pitching. I define pitching someone as you physically sharing your website or bringing up your company or your product. So you're actually moving into, hey, here's what I do. So you're kind of presenting. That's how I define pitching. And a big mistake that network marketers make is they try to go for the kill too early. They try to in the, and once again, this is out of fear, is from a fear-based mindset, they think, well, I need to bring it up right away because it scares me to not do that because it's kind of uncertain. So I feel like if I just bring it up and here, now here's the thing. Those of us that have that story, we try to justify it. Well, I, you know, I don't want to come across as like being secretive or like I'm hiding anything. Look, all that is, is that's just your way of justifying what you don't want to do because of fear, right? Because what we teach is we teach an approach where you have to make it conversational. Like if I don't know you, we've never spoken, you cannot bring up anything about your products or business in the first message. It is the definition of inauthentic. Think of it like this. If I run into you in a supermarket, and let's just say our kids play soccer together, but we've never spoken, but I know who you are. That's akin to us being connected on Facebook. Let's say I run into you in a supermarket and I say, hey, our kids play soccer together. How 
offended would you be if the first thing I said after that was, hey, I don't know if you know, but I'm in this company. We've got these great products. You should try them. How do you think that would make you feel? Number one, it would immediately turn you off. And you'd be like, are you kidding me? Like this dude's really like, I don't even know you. Most of you would never do anything like that in real life. But here's the thing. You do it every day on social media. And my question to you is this, what makes you think that that's any different? See, you have to approach messaging someone on the computer the same way you would as a normal human being having a conversation with them face-to-face. So we teach people how to open a conversation up. In the first message, it's really just a like if I didn't know you, I might say, look, hey, I just realized we're connected here on Facebook. We've never had a chance to meet before. Wanted to introduce myself. Something like that. Or if it's somebody I know, I might say, hey, man, long time no talk to. How have you been? And we teach this kind of a more of a conversational approach, which by the way, works 10 times better. But here's the problem. Some people struggle with it. Because fear kicks in and they say, well, it just, it feels secretive or inauthentic to not share right up front. And my first question is always this. I say, okay, so talk to me a little bit about how that's working for you so far. So how's your way working for you, right? Sharing right up front. And almost every time the answer is, well, it's not working. And I'm like, okay, well, that's the point here. Shouldn't that tell you something? Your way is obviously not working for you. So that doesn't that mean that you should probably try something different? Shouldn't you be open? Now, if you're doing it and it's working, then great. Hey, have at it. But more times than not, the answer is no. Here's what you have to realize. Anytime you're going to try to do something new in your business. If you're used to messaging people one way and just putting it all out there up front, you know that's not working. You have a responsibility to change unless you just want to stay broke in your business. And if that's what you want, then that's cool. Like if you're here just to get beat up by people and not make any money, then hey, keep doing that. But look, I'm having fun because I know you're not. You want to change people's lives. It's not just about you making money. Look, you got to understand when you send a message to somebody, it's more than you just making a sale. It's you being able to change their life through your products. It's you being able to change their life through your business. And if you're using an ineffective strategy, you're not giving them a chance to change their life. You are cutting them off at the very first interaction. They're never even getting a chance to find out that what you have could save them. You have a responsibility to the people that you're going to talk to to do this in a way that's going to open the door, not shut it right away. So here's what I want you to understand. You got to do something different. And when you do something different, it's going to feel very unnatural. It's going to make you very uncomfortable. It's going to feel scary. But I got news for you. Here's the sooner you can realize this, the better. You are never going to become a successful entrepreneur being comfortable all of the time. It is impossible. And as a matter of fact, if you are comfortable all the time, then you've stopped growing. You're stuck in a rut and you might not even realize it because here's what I know about growth and progress. If you are growing, if you are, your business is progressing, it's uncomfortable. It's scary. Every single new level of your life will require a different you. And that's going to be uncomfortable. But here's the thing. You have to learn how to lean into the discomfort. You have to learn how to lean into the fear. Embrace the uncertainty of sending a message that just kind of hangs out there and you don't know if they're going to respond or not. But here's what I've learned. Discomfort 
is actually the currency of our dreams. See, to the degree that we're willing to lean into the uncertainty, to embrace the discomfort, to love the process, to that degree, you'll start to see better results. You'll start to grow when you face your fears. New strategy, new results. And here's all I'm asking is just be willing to try something new. Don't be so caught and don't be so stuck in your need to always feel in control and certain to not be willing to change. Because here's what I will promise you. The discomfort will go away when you start to see the results. When you start to see that people will respond and you'll now be in a conversation with them and have an opportunity at that point in the conversation to bring up what you want. It is going to be 10 times more effective. Look, I got news for you. If somebody doesn't respond to, hey, John, it's been a while, how are you? They're not going to respond to anything you send. And listen, it's not being secretive. It's being a normal human and having a conversation with somebody. Look, it's what's here's what's interesting. What's interesting to me, a lot of people will not even reach out because they're like, well, it's inauthentic for, isn't it inauthentic for me to reach out to somebody if even if I know it's just about my business? Like, isn't it authentic, Bob, for me to say, hey, how you been? If I know that I'm going to bring up my business, isn't that authentic? Well, I say, well, that's the way you choose to interpret it. That's the thought that you choose to think. So my question to you is, how is that thought serving you? Because I have a different thought and a different belief. My thought and my belief when I was building a network marketing business is I believed so much in my products that they could change somebody's life. And I believe so much that my business could change somebody's life that I felt it was inauthentic to not share that with them. And I would argue the same thing. You are being inauthentic by not sharing something that you believe in with people. And look, here's where you have a responsibility to do what works. Leave that door open. Give yourself a chance. And I'm telling you, if you're willing to push past those old beliefs and thoughts and stories that have not been serving you and change your perspective and try to do different things, you're going to see better results. All right, moving on to the third question. By the way, you guys like these Ask Bob episodes? I like doing these because it just gives me a chance to kind of riff a little bit. So let me know if you like these. And if you've got more questions, make sure you send them to me and I'll, it'll be easy for me to crank these out. So anyway, question number three. This is a good one. What do you do when someone doesn't respond to your reach out? We had uh, Molly inside of our Legacy Leadership Academy ask this question. It was a great, it's a great question because this is such a problem that we all have. And what Molly said was this. She said, once you reach out to a new client or prospect about the business, if they don't respond, do you follow up? And if so, any advice on how often and when? Look, this is something that I used to struggle with a lot when I was building a business. And I'm going to share with you why. It would be so hard for me to bring up the courage to even send the message to reach out. It would be so hard for me when they wouldn't respond because this is what I would do, okay? I know a lot of you are going to relate to this. The minute they don't respond or they don't respond after a day, once we realize they're not responding, what are we conditioned to do? We're always conditioned to assume the worst. We create all these stories about why they didn't respond, right? We imagine 
all these different scenarios, these negative and bad scenarios. And, and what's interesting is, and I talk a lot about this, we've talked about it on the podcast. All fear is, is imagining a negative outcome for an action you haven't even taken yet. So they don't respond. We make up all these stories and then we're afraid to reach back out because we imagine all these other ways that it's going to go wrong. And when we're living in a fearful state, we have these stories in our mind that are causing us to pull back. We're never gonna be able to grow and advance our lives from that position. And when you understand the power of the mind and when you understand that it is actually your thoughts that create your results, it's the way that you choose. Because if I send a message to you, and you don't respond, there's a number of different ways you can interpret that. Now, here's the fact. The only thing we know as a fact is you didn't send me a message back. That's the only thing we know that's fact. But our mind, we don't recognize that. We immediately go into storytelling mode. We make up all these stories and we accept them as fact because our thoughts, we accept our thoughts like they're truth, but we don't understand they're not truth. They're just stories we make up about the truth. The truth is you didn't message me back, but you start thinking, oh my God, he's probably mad at me because I haven't messaged him in so long and now I'm messaging about my business or, oh my God, he probably saw that post that I did on Facebook and he knows I'm in my company and he's gonna be mad because, right? We have all these stories. None of it is true. Here's the fact. He didn't message you back. She didn't respond. Here's the secret of success. It's learning how to interpret the facts in a way that empowers you, not disempowers you. And here's one of the most important and powerful pieces of advice I can give you on this topic. Always assume positive intent. Here's what that means. Somebody doesn't message you back, huh? They must have just forgot. They probably were busy, right? Not the negative stories and all the things that are going to make you, you'll be running it in your mind for the next three days, like stressing out about this. He just didn't message you back. Always assume positive intent because if you're assuming positive intent, then you're coming from a place of positive thinking, which will make you feel differently, which will make you send the follow-up. Look, so my, my response was this, just say, hey, just making sure you saw my last message. Or if I know you well and you don't respond to me, I might have fun with you. Hey, are you alive over there? But I, I always assume positive intent, not negative. I assume people are interested. Here's the interesting thing. They're both just made up stories. None of them are really true. At least we don't know at this point yet. But what I learned to do was I learned how to become aware of the stories that I was making up and telling myself. And I consciously started to tell different stories. And what was interesting is this, when I started to assume positive intent and I would reach back out, a lot of times you find out that that's really the case. They say, hey, thanks for reaching back out to me. I've totally forgot or I got busy when in the past I just never would have done it because I would have always just assumed the worst. So my answer to Molly was this. I say, Molly, just reach back out to them. Like, don't even care. Assume positive intent. Say, hey, did you see my last message? And if they don't respond then, now you need to course correct. So that brings me to kind of the second part of this question. What if you do reach back out and they don't respond? Then what do you do? So this is like, how often should I follow up? What should I do? Well, here's my advice. If I send you two messages on social media and you don't respond to it, I'm not stupid. I get the message. That means one of two things. Now, notice what I'm about to share with you. 
I don't view that as you're not interested. My story that I chose to tell myself, the thoughts that I choose to think, the way that I choose to interpret that is it's either not the right timing for you or it's not the right timing or it's just not yet, right? It's just not yet. It's not the right time. Like that's how I learned to interpret it. So here's what I then would do. I would not send another message on Facebook. Look, listen, you do not want to be the person that somebody screenshots and says, would you look at this dude? Like four messages. Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? Right? Like we've all had that person where it's just like, get the message. Like I'm not responding. We don't want to be that person. So my advice is this, if they don't respond to you in a message, get what they're trying to say and change your approach. If I know you, I'll text you the next time. I'll call you or here's how I'll read this. I got more work to do. I haven't built a strong enough relationship with you yet. If I don't know you that well, then guess what I'm going to start doing? I'll start commenting on your posts. So if I see you post something on Instagram or Facebook, I'll just comment. Hey, looked awesome. I've been there before. Like I'll I'll change my approach and how I'm trying to interact with you because you'll find sometimes people will engage with you in a post on a comment and they want in a message. Okay, that's a step in the right direction. Maybe I'll just start liking your stuff. So you see me, you know, you may not respond to me, but you see me showing up. Get creative. Don't keep trying to fit a square peg into a round hole if it's not producing the results that you want. But I'm telling you, the bigger issue for most of you is that your fear and these, what we call red light stories that are causing you to stop, they're keeping you from taking action or you're taking the action, but you're doing it in such a weak positioning way. Like there's no confidence. Like you're, sometimes I'll coach people and I'll kind of look at the way they prospect. And it's almost like they're apologetic like they're bothering people. Like, oh, I'm sorry to bother. Like people, sometimes people even say that, I'm sorry to bother you again. I'm like, no, you're not bothering them. You're offering them an opportunity to transform their life. That's not a bother. Now, at the end of the day, they might not be looking for that, but you're not bothering them. Stop looking at your job as having to sell and convince and bothering people. You are doing people a favor by sharing what you have. And at the end of the day, they may say no, but it has nothing to do with you. So be proud of what you do. Be excited to share with others. Be confident when you're following up because people are attracted to strength. They're not attracted to weakness. And I know for some of you, you struggle with that because you're like, yeah, but Bob, I don't have the results yet. I'm not confident. I'm like, well, maybe that's the reason why you don't have the results yet. Because you've been thinking the negative thoughts for so long. They've been causing you to show up in such a weak way. What if you start thinking and believing different things about yourself? What if you start talking to people in a different way? What if they start kind of feeling that vibration and that enthusiasm and conviction? Maybe when somebody in the past, they would have said, I'm not sure. You would have been like, yeah, you're right. You'd be like, no, what are you not sure about? Let's do this thing together. People, they're attracted to that type of a mentality. Look, my point in sharing all of this with you, because kind of all three of these questions all kind of come back to the same thing. It's always you. It's what are you thinking about yourself? What are you believing to be true? Because the only limitation in your life to creating the life of your dreams and the business that you want is the story that you will tell yourself about how it is or isn't possible. Different story, different belief, Over time, different actions, better results. 
those are my messages to you today. Hey, look, if you've got some value, if you like these Ask Bob episodes, let me know. Shoot me uh, on Instagram. Tag me in screenshot right now watching the episode. Tag me and let me know what topics do you want, right? What topics do you want me to talk about? What question do you have? What challenge can I help you overcome? And we'll do a Ask Bob episode on it in the future. So, all right, everybody. I love all of you. Appreciate you being here. I'm gonna go back and take care of my wifey, make sure she's good, getting ready for the big day tomorrow. Say a prayer for me. And next time I talk to you, I'll be sharing with you the story of meeting my new son for the first time. So have a great week, everybody. I'll see you soon.